Welcome to a Sea Audrey podcast. I, I don't I don't know how to say it. <laughs> say it. Good job. This is the Sea Average Podcast. Welcome to the Sea Average Podcast. Welcome to the Sea Average Podcast. Eh, more like the world's okayest podcast. What's up, everybody? Sea Average Podcast, episode 77, I believe, today. We got myself, Chris Webb, Tyler Thomas. Uh, Kevin, thanks for waking up and joining us today. Appreciate that time. <laughs> Mikey Shide's not here, but we do have another special guest. Uh, she is a firefighter by, by day and a badass uh, motorcycle racer by night. She's from uh from you're oh, you're from Central Ohio. You live in Cincinnati now, is that correct? Yeah, I've been in Cincinnati since I was like eighteen. Gotcha. Uh, everybody, wait, wait, please welcome Natasha Sims. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, like you said, you've been down Cincinnati since you're eighteen. Are you a Bengals fan? Oh man, I'm not a big football fan in general, right. but, well, but... No, <laughs> wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> no, um, I mean, since I work for the city of Cincinnati, I support them in spirit all the time. Um, if I had to pick a football team, it'd definitely be the Bengals, and I was excited that they went to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's a start. Cool. I had to they're work back, there, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're cool. going back. They'll be there again this year. I hope so. I mean, this episode's not going to be out till after the game, so we'll see, but. If not, I mean, hey, we got I yeah, 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 I think right. they got a good chance. Oh, I do for sure. Better, good as anybody. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to this. What kind of what exactly? Because I was looking on your races and stuff like that. Are are you amateur still? Or are you professional? Uh, amateur, definitely. Amateur? Um, okay. So professional racing, um, I guess would be kind of the next step after what I do is club racing. Yeah. Um. So that's just the. Uh, the level, I guess, where you still spend a ton of money and you just don't get anything back for it other than cool trophies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got sponsors at least. I mean, that's definitely uh, gotta be nice to just be able to say that. Do they they pay for much or like what all do they pay for and 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 how's all that work? Um, so they have a saying in racing, and that's uh, if you want to become a millionaire racing, start off a billionaire. So that's kind of how it goes. But um, Damn. yeah, so. It's not the cheapest hobby. The sponsors definitely help. Um, I've got a shop that supports me with uh, parts and anything I need to order from there. Um, nice. uh, boot company last year, uh, Forma Boots. They were pretty cool. Um, got a good deal on boots. But unfortunately, um, I'm still stuck with the cost of a lot of it. So that's kind of a bummer. But they definitely help out a lot. And it'd be really yeah. hard to do it without any sponsorship. <laughs> it's one of those really fun, expensive hobbies. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. like owning a boat, but you actually get you get a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but like more Kevin, fun. It's like it's like it's like she bought a boat, but then decided she wanted to race it. <laughs> right. Say like Kevin's the only one here with a motorcycle. How did you uh, How did you get started in it? How How did you get the idea that you wanted to? Uh, Race. Well, I really wish I had a cool story for this, but um, I kind of don't. Uh, I started riding because 
well, honestly, I was bored and I was like, man, I need something to do outside. Just, you know, I wanted to get out of the house more and I thought about getting a dirt bike. And then I was like, well, no, because then I need a truck and I have to, you know, trailer my dirt bike wherever I want to ride. I got to pay to ride. I can't just like wake up and go outside and ride. So I was like, yeah. no, I'll just get a motorcycle. Um, So like three days later, I bought a motorcycle <laughs> and, uh, the guy I was dating at the time, I was like, if you teach me how to ride this thing, then you can ride it whenever you want, which ultimately backfired on me, but he's gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good um, And then as far as racing, honestly, um, I needed some work done on my first motorcycle and I went to a, just a shop that somebody had recommended and they were all racers. And I walked in there and I'm like looking around and they've got posters on the wall with all their sponsors and they're like dragging their knee around the track and I was like I don't know what that is but that's super cool and I want to do that so that's that's really the story I just thought it looked awesome and I was really into riding so uh yeah I started at a small track like a go-kart track um mm -hmm. with my tiny 250 and just got used to riding on a track and then started going to big tracks with my big bike so damn that's fucking awesome I said like I had a go-kart when I was younger. That was about it. As fast as I went. Never, <laughs> never anything I get asked that so much, and I really wish I had like a cool, inspiring story or like, <laughs> I just but said, I don't. It. I just saw it, and so I was racing. like, wow, this looks really cool. I want to do, do that. that. <laughs> right. And I started doing it, and I was just obsessed. Like, um, yeah, I was definitely hooked. Uh, from the second I went out on a track, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to blow the rest of the money I earned for the rest of my life on this. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's good doing, though. Doing it motivated it. me to get my uh, my shit together a little bit and get a better job and career to, to fund my expensive hobbies. So yeah, it's so cool though. I mean, you, you saw you saw something you wanted to do, you tried it, and you stuck with it. I mean, you're still doing it. How many years ago was that? Um, probably about seven or eight years ago that I first yeah, rode on a racetrack. Yeah, and you're still at it. So I mean, that's that's something. Not, not yep. Like <laughs> So, yeah, no, I still that, have a little ways to go, but uh, before I'm well, really quick, but it's a start. I mean, you've made a podium multiple times already on how many races? Uh, so I did, I want to say 13 races or something like that last season. And I only know that from trying to make a resume for sponsorship, but I think I did oh, yeah. 13 <laughs> races and I think I podiumed six or seven times maybe. So right. not too bad. So yeah. that's definitely uh almost almost half, yeah. maybe a little more. So <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> What's the uh where, so oh, go ahead, sorry. Where do you where do you race at? Is it all is that all here in Ohio or like Kentucky, Indiana? Do you travel out of state? So that's actually one of the things that really sucks about racing is you have to travel a lot and it gets really boring when you're by yourself. Um so, I mean, I ride usually every year I go down to Florida in the winter to get some seat time in in the winter. Um, I'll be doing that in a couple of weeks, actually. Um, but this year I kind of stuck to my region, which included Michigan, uh, Pittsburgh, and there was a track in Ohio as well. I did go down to Savannah, Georgia, but I didn't end up racing that weekend. Um, but I mean, I've ridden in new orleans atlanta just kind of nice. all over the place that's awesome i mean how, how like, it's a lot of miles what'd you say tyler oh it's a it's a lot of miles to travel though <laughs> it gets old 
You don't have like a crew or anything like that with you? You're strictly by yourself? Um, Pit crew or anything? So I kind of do. So um, next year I'm going to be on an endurance team and we're actually using my bike. So I'll kind of be like the team captain, which is really exciting. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. There are three guys that are going to be riding with me. Um, and we do four hour races on one bike. So you each try to ride an hour if you can. Um, there's pit stops. So it adds like a whole different element. I'm used to just doing like, um, what they call sprint races, which is like eight laps as fast as you can go, you know, balls to the wall for the whole entire race. Whereas this is like long and calculated. You've got to be good at working on the bike, putting it together. So that's definitely going to be interesting, but so I'll have those guys with me. And then most of the time I'm by myself, but um, I've been doing this long enough that I always know somebody when I go to the track. So I'm never like completely alone. I always get there and I have people to like chill with and friendly faces. So that's cool. We uh we had Chris Minot on <clears throat> a couple uh, months ago, and he's uh the crew chief for Ray Hall Racing. And he just he was. changed. I don't oh, know. He he, he's, yeah, he's he's, he's somewhere else at. now. But regardless, he was doing that. He was talking about uh the uh <laughs> the long haul races like that because I think they did one as well. I think it was like yeah. I think that was like twenty four hours or something. They crazy. did twenty four yeah. hour races. Oh, those are nuts. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think my body can handle that. It can barely handle endurance racing as it is. So that'll be interesting, but it'll be something cool to like transition to. What's your uh, what's your fastest lap, I guess? And what's it, how far was it? I guess it depends on track, right? Yeah, a lot of it depends on the track. There's like a standard lap time for every track that you kind of try to get. Um, I always keep track of like personal bests, but um, and it also depends on the bike you're on. If you're on a big bike or a little bike. I kind of have been doing a little bit of both. Um, Well, and as far as like my, let's say my, the track I'm probably best at, I did pretty well in Cleveland this year, which is nice because it's only four hours away. So Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know how to quantify lap times (laughs) for you guys. (laughs) I mean, I know what my lap time is. It's not the world's most impressive, but I'm happy with it on a, on a three. That's all you need. Have you, uh, have you ever laid your bike down? Yeah, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, um, you're, when you're going those turns, you're, I mean, you're, you're, does your knee actually hit the ground? I've always wondered. Yeah, that. yeah. So we actually we wear knee sliders, um, which are little like hucks that we put on our knees. They're actually yeah. attached by Velcro, so you can like replace them. Um, and we do drag our knee on the ground. Um, sometimes an elbow. I have not gotten my elbow down yet, though. But people That's literally like, get so low to the ground, the drag, drag their that? elbow. Um, the fastest people in the world um can somehow drag their shoulder which is ridiculous um i'm not really like against the physics (laughs) no thanks you still stay on yeah it's crazy um stay upright right (laughs) but yeah i have crashed um it's kind of part of the racing game uh you crash you put your shit back together again and then you go out and ride as soon as you get your bike back together so we pretty much carry around uh like spare a trailer parts. full of spare parts. Um, so whenever you crash, you can kind of get your stuff back together and get back out there. Damn. So that's, been, it's, it's intense. Because, of... I mean, the last thing you want to do, especially if you're kind of like hurt, the last thing you really want to do is like, okay, well, let's do it again and go faster. Right. Because I just missed, you know, a couple sessions. So now I got to go even faster to make up for it. So, <laughs> 
or yeah. even better you crash uh, like uh, <clears throat> i didn't crash at all this year knock on wood which was extremely <laughs> fortunate i've crashed almost every season that i've ridden but before that i crashed at a track it was probably my third lap out on the practice day so the first day i showed up um i crashed on like the third lap um and then put my bike back together and then i had to race the next morning <laughs> so it was Dang. uh yeah i mean stuff like that happens a lot but it's uh it's good it teaches you a lot mentally well so you do all your pretty much all your work on your bike yourself right yeah i've seen yeah, all your the videos you've been putting on there so do you, uh, I'm guessing YouTube or how did you learn all of the mechanics of everything? Did you have like a good idea, like growing up or mechanicalized, I guess, and like body work and how did you learn all that stuff? So what's funny is I actually didn't know anything about working on bikes. I mean, I mean, I could work with tools. I knew how to, how to use tools and stuff, but I hadn't really worked on anything until I was older, until I started riding. Um, which actually I think is kind of why I work on all my stuff because when I first started riding at the track, I would crash and then I'd have like 10 dudes around me like, oh, this is busted and you got to do this to put it back together and this and this and this. And I had no idea. So I just kind of like blindly followed all these people. And then my bike would just be a piece of crap, you know, for the next 10, 10 times I went and rode because I didn't, I didn't know any better, you know, and I had yeah. like, a million people telling me different things. And finally I said, like, if I'm going to do this, I got to figure this out. So, um, I definitely started doing a lot more myself, but the big push was, uh, when they gave me my COVID check, I went out and bought a motorcycle and said, I'm going to turn this into a race bike and I'm going to do it all myself, even though I don't know how, like where to even begin. I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to figure it out. I'm going to do it. Nice. So YouTube has been super cool. Um, but now that I've been doing this a little longer and got a lot more experience um youtube's good like if you get stuck but um the internet in general um ha is full of really really bad advice um and a lot of people <laughs> taking shortcuts and um yeah. not knowing what the hell they're talking about so now i uh i just i use the service manual whenever i can um and just go off of that can't really go wrong with manufacturers recommendations. So yeah. I try to stick to that now or I just look at it until it starts making sense, which sometimes is like three days of sitting in the garage <laughs> for five hours staring at something. But <laughs> I see, in the body uh, work, I learned how to do that because I kept crashing. So instead of going out and buying new body work, somebody was like, you know, you can like repair that. Right. So I was like, ah, I guess I'll learn this now. So there you go. I'm except for this year, right? Yeah. What's yeah, that? That's good. I said except for this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or do you still have some body work you had to do? Well, I I never fixed my body. One of my bikes, uh, I crashed pretty good like two years ago, and I never really fixed it. So I've just been working on You're that working in the meanwhile. And that's the bike that we're going to ride this year with uh, with the team. So I kind of want to get it put together so I at least have something somewhat presentable. Yeah. So these these races you do are they um are they specific to size of bike? Like can you only have like up to so many CCs? Yeah. So there's different classes, um, and there's different things you're allowed to do to the bike and you're not. 
Um, so what's really cool about that, um, especially being not at the professional level, is that they have a class for people who want to run a stock engine, um, and you're only allowed to do certain modifications, but you have to keep your engine stock, which is good because mm. as soon as that's you start what I was kind of wondering. Your, like, I don't know if you just go go down to you know buy a brand new Honda or whatever off the showroom floor and then go race it, or if you modify, do like engine modifications or or any of that, which sounds like you don't. So. Uh, so you modify just about everything except for the motor. So you yeah. take pretty much, I got my R3 and took everything off of it, except, except the motor and yeah. uh, replaced it with lightweight stuff and just, you know, performance parts. Um, but what's cool is like, it can be really limiting financially um, because as soon as you're allowed to start modifying the motor, that means you're probably rebuilding your motor um, at least once a season, if not more. Um, I mean, some guys have to rebuild their motor every every couple months, every couple right. races. It just depends on what you're doing, which is extremely like cost prohibitive. So it's really cool that this is limited because then, you know, everybody else is on the the same bike as me. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's divided by by class. Um, so what I do now is, well, what I did last year was I was on a 300. Um I did the, it's basically like 300s and below. And then um, I also raced 400s and below, which is like racing up a class. But um, it's just uh, a way to get more seat time. But I ended up getting um, third in that division for the region last year. Nice. So you can kind of keep up with the 400s, but. Yeah. Do you race okay. with, is it is it men and women that you race against? Or are you in strictly women or how? How do they? So it's actually completely co-ed. Um, that's okay. what's cool about racing is there's really nothing like um, rules or anything like that. Yeah, there's really Just no like NASCAR and reason shit. a woman yeah. can't ride as fast right. as a guy. There's no like physical limitation. Like you don't have to be super, you know, you don't have to have to have like a ton of upper body strength to ride or anything like that. It's all just like mental. Um, yeah. I think and balance. And, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know that I have any any of that in my everyday life, but the uh, yeah, there's there's really no reason a girl can't go out and do the same thing. It's all it's all just in your head, and I think men are a little more risk takers, which helps them out a lot. Um, but I don't, I just think you don't see a lot of women in racing because, well, yeah, it's it's a little bit. Um, it's a little little bit nerve-wracking and requires some balls, but um, oh, absolutely. That's I just I think have. they don't get into it from like a young <laughs> age, you know, like boys are out riding bicycles and doing wheelies on their bicycles, whereas like well, I rode my bicycle to my girlfriend's house so we could have like a sleepover, you know, we weren't doing like wheelie competitions <laughs> and then, you know, and my... <laughs> You know, nobody was out pushing me like, hey, you know, you got to go ride a dirt bike, little kid. Like, I never yeah. had that kind of uh, motivation. But actually, it's funny when girls do get that kind of motivation, they're equally competitive. Um, there's actually one girl right now who's uh, winning races in Moto America. And she was, oh, I think she's 15 now. But I mean, she was winning races when she was younger than that and started racing professionally Jeez. and raced overseas and. Yeah, I mean, she's winning, and it's like I said, it's all co-ed. There's not a women's division, so she's out there smoking dudes, you know, nice. twice her age, which is awesome. Nice. That's goes. yeah. Sounds crazy. I can't like I'm a type of person that will pay to have somebody fix my car because I have no idea anything about it. So, you know, to hear 
everybody's just more, way more badass than I am at anything. <laughs> hey, I pay it's to have people fix trees. my car because I'm fucking lazy. So <laughs> I don't want at least to you know it. what they're doing, though. They could be robbing the shit out of me. I'd be like, yep, okay, sounds yeah. good. Go ahead it's and fix so it. funny because like my brakes on my bike are like absolutely pristine, and then my car they'll be like squealing, and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> women drivers. That's <laughs> uh, funny. I tell you what, man. I, if I if I could, I would. Uh, I, don't, I know it's betting on racing, but I'm in being the sports betting right now, and I'd bet on you if we could. But I guess oh, I, don't, awesome. I, don't, I don't see it on there. Not yet. Not I did. It needs I, to be on there because I want to start betting on racing. Right. I'm not a better, <laughs> but I think it'd make it fun. That's all free bets for me right now that I'm using. But hey, I was I was betting on everything. I bet on women's Euro League basketball earlier. What? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just random shit. It's funny. He's like, oh, I like her name. Up. That's cool. Basically. i oh, there's a soccer team called uh Baloney. I'm like, absolutely, they're gonna win. Put money on them. <laughs> Ooh, I feel Svetlana. like you just scroll I all like the way, that. you just scroll all the way to the bottom. The the bottom I, I look for the cool <laughs> shit. Yeah, fun shit. And they usually I like hit. your name. I'll bet on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, win six bucks. All right, cool. Just win's a win. You ain't first or last. Right, right? Win's a win. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> how, I was curious how fast how fast do those three hundreds go? So the three hundreds go. I think I top out around one ten, which sounds super lame. But what's cool about it is, is you're like literally trying to go one ten like the entire time you're on the track. So the <laughs> that's what's really fun about the uh, the little bikes is you go really slow in the the straight parts, but you're faster than everybody else in the corner. It's just a lot easier to uh, to maneuver yourself. Maneuver. So. It's uh, at first it was really humbling for me when I started on a 300 um, because I was used to riding a 750 on the track, which is, I guess a lot of people don't realize how fast a 750 is because, you know, oh, my buddy rides a, you know, 1000 on the street. Um, but it's not really the same on the track because you're like milking it for every horsepower. Yeah. So um, I was, I came from that. And then when I bought the 300 and finally started riding it at the track, um, it was extremely humbling because I was just getting smoked by people. But then as you know, time went on, then it became humbling for everybody else because they're like, dang, this chick on a 300 is passing me in the corner. Well, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> what's your, what's your That's average? Is, is it like the 110 is like your, you like main or is it like in betweens? Um, I, I, I wish I'd say the so I can pull up. Um, we have like GPS uh, data mm -hmm. recorders, data loggers, um, and you can pull up all your um, like all your statistics and stuff when you're when you're done riding. Um, it just depends on the track. I mean, a lot of times it'll show like your slowest speed and your fastest speed. Um, I mean, most tracks, I think my slowest speed is usually around like 45 miles per hour on some of the on some of the slower tracks. Um, that's the slowest you go in like the tightest corners, but it just, it all depends on the track. Some are really big and open and fast mm -hmm. and others are a lot more technical and tight turns. So. Damn. Motorcycles are cool. So, I, cause I was trying to compare, cause like, I don't, I've never, I don't ride street bikes. I think I've ridden a street or a, a, a sport bikes, a crotch rocket. I've only ridden one maybe once and that was I don't know, 15 years ago. Cause I read Harley Davidson's <clears throat> and like mine, mine's 1684 CCs. And that thing, the fastest I've had, it was about a hundred. And that's scary. 
Oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, I can imagine speed wobbles. Especially like that during. You're like, you're, well, that, you're like that's, traffic, on, that's on a road. Yeah, that's on, on a that's on a, That was on a country road. And I, I, I hit it to 100 and it, that was, the bike didn't want to do it. <laughs> it didn't like it. It wasn't having a good time. Yeah. So these but bikes, like those, we pretty much. Then like, you have a bike that's a 300 or 299 cc's that'll go 110 like it's nothing. On a turn. Yeah, well, we do beat the crap out of the little bikes. That's the problem with the little bikes is you ride them for like a season or two, and then you kind of have to rebuild the motor because you've pretty much torn it up. Because, I mean, you're you're just beating the crap out of it all the time. Um, Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you, though. There is like a certain point where I'm going. I think I was just <clears> talking <throat> to my actually my teammates about this not too long ago. But when I hit about 120, 130, I, I get like like my whole brain just turns off like i'm like why am i going so fast it's insane <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you I, look uh, at your speedometer do you look at your speedometer when you're riding no not not she's not really it. it's pretty rare that i do um you can sometimes probably, i like, use it as like a gauge like when i'm coming out onto a straightaway like just to see where i'm at like if what i did in the corner like, that last corner like worked like, or not um because i'm like oh like if i'm going that fast time, i'm not gonna look down yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Like look if I'm going that fast, I'm not. Lot. I'm not looking down. I'm trying to try to not die. Yeah. You can probably kind of kind of feel it though too, right? Like, uh, like if you're driving like a stick shift, like you can kind of feel like your like speed. You know what I mean? Like when you shift and all that, like you know how how fast about you're going. Yeah, I mean, and you can you can feel like where you are in like kind of your RPM range too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The more you, the more you ride. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think once you hit a certain point, like like I said, for me, it's probably about 130. Everything gets really like frantic and you're like, holy crap, like it's it's really hard to focus. You know, your helmet's like like plastered on your head. And, <laughs> you know, if, if you even like go like this, it's like. Whoosh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I mean, you do get kind of speed blinds too. like I don't. Like on the R3, when I'm going 110, I'm just sitting there like, come on, go faster, go faster. You know, you're like, why won't this thing go faster? So you do get kind of numb to it after Jeez. a while. Is then like when you're actually driving like in the like on the highway, do you get pissed off? You're like, this is so this is <laughs> go faster. Us, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that, actually. <laughs> well, in California, you can like weave in and out of people if you're on a motorcycle. See, and I yeah. I know dudes that like aren't even phased they'll go you know you know well over 130 and they don't really think about it i think i think about it a little more and i think like i said i think that's kind of like the difference between men and women riding is we're like yeah. you know i start reevaluating my whole life up until that <laughs> point i'm like what decision led me here to do this right now I've had a couple of those well, that's why women live longer <laughs> than men do <laughs> very true probably we don't we don't think about stuff right. we're doers no, you you all see your buddy up ahead of you, and you're like, "Oh, I can catch him." Right? <laughs> so. Oh, for sure. Did you? I don't know if you guys have heard of this. So I know there's like a there's like a I don't know if it's motorcycles or it's just a certain type of like speed club, but like you know, two seventy. I mean, you're you're from Central Ohio as well, so you know, obviously two seventy mm-hmm. around. Uh, there's like a a two seventy club. I think you have to make it around the entire loop in an hour, under an hour, or the hour. <laughs> That's it's so only funny. 50 it's like 54 <laughs> miles it's like 50 some miles around you could do that in an hour oh, great. easy 
it was half hour. It was something crazy where like you had to like obviously blow ass all the way around fast, it to yeah. fucking hit it. But, God, the guys I rode with when I first started riding always talked about we've got 275 down in Cincinnati and they always mm-hmm. talked about like the 275 death race where they would just get on the, the highway and go as fast as they could the entire time. So I don't I like think it, I, I know yeah. there's some videos of them get, like getting chased by the cops and everything else, but I don't think they ever actually did the race. Yeah. Honestly, getting chased by <laughs> cops, so like some cops would be like, nah, I'm even fucking with it. It's too fast. Not worth yeah, it. Like, like if you're if you get clocked going over a certain mile, like 120 or something like that, they can't pursue you. I don't I don't honestly I've always know heard what that. the laws are. I don't know are. if that was a I don't know if that was actually a thing. I, I heard that once. Good ask Connor that. We've had a couple riders yeah. in the Cincinnati well. area um test that and end up in jail. So I don't know what the limit <laughs> is, but <laughs> so you so you haven't that personally work. done that. <laughs> Uh, no, not, she, she not exactly. Um, I am a public servant and I would never do anything <laughs> such as speed or, um, do anything irresponsible, no reckless right? driving, of course not. Um, <clears throat> but when I was younger, um, I was a lot more aggressive with my street riding, but I don't know. Once you start riding on the racetrack, riding on the street kind of isn't completely different the same yeah. anymore. It's just it's probably boring. You probably don't even ride your bike. Do you besides racing? Um, I rode my street bike twice this year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> and it was like it's it was like a special occasion. Somebody had to like drag me out, and uh, my bike. I went. I was like, okay, dude, I'm ready. Like, I think I got everything together. I went to start the bike that morning, and it wouldn't start. So. <laughs> oh. Been there. So, so, uh, do you at the firehouse? They let you uh drive the fire truck then, since you're obviously the racer. Do you get there fastest? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't like driving, <laughs> man. I, <laughs> so it's funny when I first started, I thought driving was super awesome. And, uh, I remember going up to one of the, the guy who drove at my firehouse and I was like, Hey dude, what are you going to teach me about driving today? And he was like, get in. I was like, I, I don't know how to do this. And he was like, you're going to learn today. <laughs> so he put me in the front seat and that was the first time I drove a fire truck. And, uh, yeah, I don't like it. It's too much responsibility. <laughs> I felt like I was just gonna like, like everybody's trying to hit me, and I don't know. I get I get stressed out. We got to ride an ambulance yeah. every couple tours, um, and so I end up driving that occasionally. And uh, I hate it, man. People don't get out of your way. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And then they're like, oh. Yeah, you can turn around here, no problem. Just back down this uh, yeah. narrow, dangerous alley and try not to hit that that pole and that tree and that child. You know, and you're right. like, what? So I, uh, for work, I do uh, <clears throat> fire inspection uh, for fire alarms and sprinkler systems. So okay. there's been there's been multiple times I've had the the trucks come and roll out on me because I forgot to put in tests or something like that. So I've uh, I've went to some really cool firemen. And some ones that are pretty like assholes because I I wish I get it I called them out here for a false alarm but man I could imagine driving that truck because there's some they put them in some tight spots too and I was pretty surprised yeah. on how they got them in and out. Yeah, but, we have some phenomenal drivers that I trust way too much. Um, you know, there's times when we're when we're actually headed to a fire, it's like a pride thing. Like we get there as fast as we can, and there are times where I'm in the back seat and I just like just don't look out the window <laughs> it's just <Yeah>. terrifying <laughs> what's a i don't know how much you could actually talk about it but have you what's some craziest things you've seen just by firefighting oh man that's a really hard question because we yeah. see a lot of crazy stuff and then all of a sudden nothing something else is crazy crazy anymore yeah um 
How long have you been oh, how long have you been doing it? Um, so probably I guess six or seven years now. Okay. Um, and then I got on, it was kind of my my dream job to work for the the city. I worked for a suburb of Cincinnati for a little while. Um, and then got got the job with the city. So that was that was really awesome. That was a major highlight of my life. But um oh shoot, I already forgot the question. What was the question? <laughs> Just uh, like anything crazy stories you have oh. for a firefighter. Oh gosh. Um. Oh, I had. Okay. Here's one of my favorites. Um. My friend wanted to vote, and she was like, "Hey, Natasha, can you come in for an hour? I want to vote today, but I got to work because we work 24 hours. So she obviously yeah, right. couldn't like just leave yeah. and go vote or do it after work. So I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. I'll come in and work for you for an hour." Um. All it was was one hour. And in that one hour, I had like one of the best runs of my life, which was a lady um, in labor about to deliver a baby. Um, we took her in and I'm like panicking. I'm like, I don't want to deliver a baby. Like, come on. And I was like sitting there thinking like, I'm going to kill this girl. Like she told me just come in for one hour and I got to deliver a baby. <laughs> I mean, this the the person we took, um, you know, they're screaming bloody murder. Um you know, pushing, grunting. I'm like, stop pushing. And, you know, we took her up to, to the OB ward when we got her to the hospital and the doctor gets an ultrasound mach machine out and puts in our belly. And she's like, you're, there's no fetus. You're not pregnant. And this girl, <laughs> so she had what? faked being in labor and she just sits up and she's like, what do you mean? I ain't pregnant. So that, that was one of my favorites. That's oh, crazy. Fake being a labor. That's as, awesome. I, you know what? I did you laugh? Oh, I laughed my ass oh. off. <laughs> you should, like, what in the world? <laughs> that's insane. Because now you're paying for a fucking yeah uh, ambulance ride. Ambulance ride, all for nothing. Like yeah. All right, we'll send you a bill. See you. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um. That's crazy. But it's. I mean, the best. The best runs we make are. For sure, for the fires. I mean, those are the most fun. That's what we train to do. So that's what we enjoy the most. And that's kind of when, you know, we don't get them super often. So when we do, it's it's pretty, it's yeah. pretty intense, pretty fun. I mean, of course, it's not fun when somebody's house is burning down. Like, I obviously <laughs> feel terrible for them, but it's like. <laughs> it's a bit yeah, I get to do something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, see this fire? I'm going to fucking put you out. Yep. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's have definitely ever, where we where we shine. Have you ever been to call to like anybody famous? Ooh, um, because like, Cincinnati's got several sports teams. Oh uh, yeah, I had Nicholas like the Lachey's live down there. Uh, I don't. I don't. Honestly, do I don't think anybody famous. Um, obviously, if I did, I wouldn't be allowed to talk about them by name or anything. But I, I honestly don't think I've made anybody anybody famous. Have we? We met a couple. Have you met anybody we? famous? I've never met anybody famous besides the guys we've had on here, like Natasha. Natasha. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were gonna make me famous. Isn't that the whole point? Hey. We're working on it. Whoa. <laughs> Actually, um, we're wondering. Well, if you could I, put we could. Uh, yeah. Do you have a? Uh, are you allowed to have a uh, a C average podcast sticker on your bike? Is it wouldn't last. Is that considered a sponsor? I, I could do that, yes. The the do, so do we, we should, do uh, we you know, any? unfortunately, I have plenty I of room some. on the bike. Um, I, do try no. to, I am, be the first one. 
you know, I am kind of particular too. like, I won't just put anybody's sticker on there, like, because then it kind of takes away like the whole thing. Like, <laughs> Hey, if you sponsor me, I'll throw your sticker on there. Right. Um, so unfortunately I have a lot of room on my bike. Not going to lie. are kind of big. They're like, <laughs> they're like, they're four by sixes. I think uh, ovals. I meant to get, to get the new ones. ones. I haven't. I haven't got smaller ones yet. I'll say ours will probably fly off though. But you hit 110 the stickers <laughs> might not be staying on anyways. Put it like inside of your knee, like where your knee rests, so it like keeps it on. <laughs> oh, so nobody can see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just go full Ricky Bobby, stick it right on the helmet. fucking window. The helmet. I do love the yeah, right, right here I on, do. The, on the helmet. <laughs> I can't see where shit, but love, I do love fake news. I do love fake news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So how many bikes do you have? I've got four. I've got a um a street bike, which is a Yamaha FZ09. Um I've got a Yamaha R3, which is the 300 I raced most of last year. Um I've got a Jigsaw 750. Um that's gonna be the endurance bike next year. Um, and that was my first like dedicated track bike. Um, and, uh, last year I acquired a free bike, um, nice. which is hilarious because it's a 1995 Suzuki Katana, which is about the most like bitchin bike from the nineties. Like <laughs> it's super nice. tacky and awesome looking. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a project bike. I'm trying to get that together so I can uh, do vintage racing at some point. But right now I have so that's many cool. projects going on. I'm trying to keep all my other bikes running. So you did um, uh, you did flat track too, right? This was it this past year. Oh God, yeah. So I tried flat. How, track how was racing. that? <laughs> oh my God. And what is what um... is flat track racing for everybody? <laughs> Okay, it's a flat, so flat oval. track racing is when you take it's basically like a dirt bike with no front brakes um which already just completely ruins the experience <clears> for me because that's all i i mean that's all we use on the track for the most part mm. um mm-hmm. if you use your rear brake that means you went off in the grass and you're having a really bad day um really so no front brakes on the bike and you are basically on like a dirt oval track on a dirt bike going in circles and just sliding around in circles for like the whole time. And uh, yeah, it was, it was super crazy. I'm really glad I got the opportunity to do it, but it was absolutely terrifying. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know, man, it's crazy. Like everybody thinks I'm nuts, but then I go and do flat track racing. I'm like, dude, I'm like going to break my femur. Like <laughs> if I fall <laughs> off this thing. Yeah. Um, ran over too. and you're just you're sliding like the whole time which is super fun but it took me a minute and then it was it crazy out. because i didn't even really get to like practice i had no idea what i was doing and they're like oh yeah you get um you get a couple practice sessions before you go out they like call our class i go out i do like four laps and then and then they tell us to come in and they're like okay cool first practice i was like what i've done four laps i don't know what i'm doing nice. <laughs> they're like oh no no it's cool uh you're you're good just okay go You'll out there right. and race yeah, i'm like fine. okay <laughs> i've done four laps and now i'm right. racing awesome um so yeah definitely that'll definitely need some work i got my pictures back from that and i was like embarrassed i was like i can't post these <laughs> <laughs> But I, I guess a lot of racers do flat track riding as kind of like an off-season training thing because um, it gets you kind of used to the limits of traction. So 
I thought it was a good idea. Mostly just embarrassing, but <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. did not win that race. One more thing to add to your resume. <clears throat> yeah, it was something different and fun. Where uh, have you only raced in the states, or do you actually go out of state and race? Too? Oh, uh, definitely only in the states. Um, I don't even. I don't know how people get their bikes overseas, but it seems really expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I guess that's it'd be super cool to like too. Yeah, it'd be I'd super cool to like ship. race in Europe or something. But um, I mean, people lose their their fucking luggage in, at the goddamn airport. Bike like imagine, up. like <laughs> you imagine, like <laughs> going for a race and your fucking bike doesn't show up. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah, here. I, I think they fly them over there or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's way beyond my uh, my current level, but it would be kind of like a bucket list thing to go race at some of the uh, famous tracks over in Europe. Oh yeah, that would be cool. We could go see the is one isn't one in Spain like a really big. This is like one of Formula or F one things I've seen. I'd love to go there and see uh, just watch. It's a bucket list item too to go watch some overseas racing. I'm going in March to Portugal. Um, there's a track over there, and there they have a Maybe MotoGP race. So I'll. Uh, well, there's tracks in Spain too. Um, there's actually a couple, but uh, yeah, they're doing a. It's the season opener for MotoGP, which um, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically the best of the best in the world. Um, mm, nice. Probably the only racers who probably make like a livable salary, but um, that's yeah. yeah, that's where they you know, bring the uh, best technology and everything else. And it's kind of like Formula One. It's it's really popular over in Europe. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be super fun to go over there. Nice. That'd be cool. Imagine so you, you do you do like uh, so like you like death defying like motorcycle racing and then you do like <clears throat> death defying uh, going in for fires fire like fires fires. <laughs> And then, uh, so how does uh, violin fit into all of this? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I like think... the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's why. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know, like I spent my whole life playing. Actually, it was viola, but um, I, I actually tell people violin because nobody even knows what a viola no is and it's close enough. Um, mm-hmm. So I actually spent my whole life playing playing viola. Um, and that's what I wanted to do with my life. Um you know, I was ready for a career making music. I went to the Cincinnati College Conservatory of Music, got a master's degree, um, and it made me like completely miserable. And I like it's just it wasn't fun. You know, it was just super competitive. People were nasty to each other all the time, and you know, you're spending so much of your life like isolated practicing your instrument you know they mm. expected us to practice four to six hours a day when i was at the conservatory like think about that that's like a quarter of your life that you're locked alone in a room practicing your instrument um so yeah it just kind of yeah. made me miserable after a while and uh i think i kind of started like lashing out and just wanted to do anything other than that um i, I kind of realized how much well. i'd like yeah. missed out on yeah. you know because i was busy <laughs> right you know the motorcycle will go fast so. <laughs> well too slow for me you know i think i uh i went out to colorado i lived in aspen colorado for two summers when i was in in uh in college um actually went out there to play music but it had like this opposite effect where i went out there and was like man i would like 
hanging out with all these cool people who want to like rock climb and hike and whitewater raft and do all these rad things. Um, so I started doing that and I was like, man, I remember when I used to do this stuff when I was a kid, I used to like go outdoors and have fun and I never do any of that anymore. So I started doing more and more of that and just getting like super distant from the, from the music thing. And I think that's part of why I buy a, bought a motorcycle. I just wanted to kind of get out there and start having fun again. Yeah. And then I, then I took it kind of, <clears throat> kind of far. <laughs> I made it pretty extreme, but. Yeah. <laughs> took it about 110. I mean, you're Hi, just Dad. Like, right? <laughs> I mean, you're just like a lot of us that, you know, get a degree and then not even use a damn thing about it like not even use it at all yeah i'm yeah i'm in the me. roofing business and i went to school for websites <laughs> yeah i went to school for music and now i fight fire that makes a lot of sense it's all experience is what i've come right. to come to learn yeah and i, I kind of wanted to get into something that i was actually like helping people and i, I don't know something a little more I, I guess something that had a more of an impact um so it was it was definitely a good move and i i mean i've never been happier my job is awesome i love it even though it drives me insane and i'm really sleep deprived all the time um it's, <laughs> it's super awesome um yeah. work for a really great firehouse too so that's that makes it even better what's your uh schedule isn't it like 24 on 24 off or how or has it normally go for you guys uh, 24, 48. So we 48. work 24 or we're off 48. And then every, we have like a gimme day. Uh, it's called a Kelly day, but, um, whenever my shift falls on a Wednesday, um, I don't have to come into work. So that gives us like five days off every three weeks. So how you schedule so your races? we get a lot of off time, but we're also, I mean, you spend for me, like when I get home from work, I spend the entire next morning sleeping. It kind of, the next day is a wash. So yeah. Uh, like I said, do you, is that how you just schedule your races in? Oh, man it's it's hard um so if my kelly day were on a weekend it'd be really nice um uh, for racing but you got to get a lot of seniority before they let mm. you do that so um yeah we're allowed to do trades with people so i work for you you work for me and it's like a gentleman's agreement kind of mm. deal so gotcha. um last year i worked like all winter anytime anybody asked i was like yeah yeah i'll work for you i'll work for you and then I was like, oh, but you're going to have to pay me back in the summer <laughs> <laughs> when nobody wants to work. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I worked my butt off the whole winter. And then when summer came around, I was like, pay up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> whole but they're, they're cool. You, we get a lot of vacation time. So that's that's helpful. What do your what do your parents think of of you racing? Are they worried, scared, like? Oh man! So my stop dad, doing it. Like I guess you're already or fire being a firefighter. So I mean, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's, that's, like, how do your parents feel about your life choices? <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because when I uh, my parents were in denial for a long time about the firefighting thing. Like I started off as an EMT because I was kind of my like ticket in the door. Um, we do fire and medical, obviously. I think you have to. So, uh, my parents, everything's everything shifted to that, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this in this has. part of the country, uh, the fire department does medical. Some uh, other parts of the country, it's separate, but uh, ours is together. Um, so yeah, my parents were like in denial. Like I went to fire school, and I think they were like still not quite accepting it in their brains because they were like, "Wait, so you just you just have to do that to do like the paramedic stuff, right? Like you're not actually going <laughs> to like burn buildings or anything, or like 
<laughs> they just make you get certified in this, but you don't actually, I'm like, no, no. Like I'm a firefighter. Like yeah. we fight fire. <laughs> um, but now, I mean, they're awesome. They're really supportive. They're eyes. super proud of me. Um, they know what, what a journey it's been. So uh, they're, they're definitely really proud of me for that. And as for the racing, um, <laughs> my dad has been one of my biggest fans for sure. So that's yeah. super awesome. Um, he was, I mean, of course, of course, when I like told them I bought a motorcycle, they were like super pissed. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, that was, dad, that was one. Come. Now you got four. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I was like, dad, you should come to the racetrack with me. Um, and he agreed. And the first time he went to the racetrack, it was actually hilarious because man, I like suited up. I'm sitting on my bike. My dad is so nervous. You know, he's already seen like the first couple groups go out and he's like, man, he's like patting me on the back. Like, gosh, just, you know, be, be safe. Please be safe. <laughs> and I come in and by the end of the day, my dad is sitting there like, all right, I think you can pick up a little time on this corner. You know, you can just, I see the other guys are turning in a little bit later than you. Nice. And then he's like smacking me on the back, like, go get him. Yeah. Cool. That's and he's awesome. like high-fiving me, you know, when I get my lap time goals. So he got really excited about it. But then um, he he was at one race and I, or actually it wasn't a race. It was just a, a normal track day and I crashed and uh, that he wasn't super happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> You're never doing this again. <laughs> Jeez, I can imagine. Yeah. I remember telling them like when they come rolling up in the ambulance, I was like, oh no, you can't take me back to the pits in an ambulance. My dad's going to be like, you can't take me back in an ambulance. I'll walk um, it off. But no, he loves coming and watching me race. I think he's coming down, uh, in a couple of weeks to Florida with me, um, which is super cool. Um, you know, not a lot of people get the opportunity to have their, uh, their dad come watch them, but he's really into it. He loves it. You know, he's into like NASCAR, yeah. just any kind of like speed or fast cars. So it's really hard to come watch people ride at the track and not get like super excited about it. It's so loud. Yeah. I mean, it's so fast. Um, so it's, it definitely ropes you in a little bit. That's awesome. Are you allowed to like listen to music when you're racing or is that like not uh, no music? Um, a lot of people wear earplugs um, just because I mean, just kind of drown out, take care of your ears and, and focus a little better. I don't I don't wear earplugs. I probably should. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely no music. I listen to music sometimes before I go out to get like amped about racing. What's uh, what's what's the music? What's 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 your pump up? Oh man, so I grew up listening to metal, but I'm not gonna lie, I, I listen to like EDM before I go out because it gets me like <laughs> oh, yeah. it gets me like pumped it up. And, and it's like the music of fast people. I don't know. You just you need to hear it and you're like, okay, okay, let's do this. Because they're doing coke and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely gets me amped up, but. I, I don't know. Sometimes though, like I got to listen to chill stuff before I go out. I, I usually don't listen to stuff. Like if I've got a race coming up, I try to kind of keep it mellow. But if I'm just like doing a practice day, I'm going to listen to some like feel good, get me amped music. Nice. Do you want do you, anything you want to plug? <clears throat> um, organize. You don't have to organize it. It's up to you. <laughs> or is there anything you want to say? <clears throat> I'll say I can. 
well, one, thank you guys for having me. It was super fun, super awesome. Um, definitely, if you can, give my Instagram page a follow. Um, I'm not great with the whole social media thing. This is like kind of kind of new to me, um, but it's really helpful for putting yourself out there. And I try to do the best I can with not being like fake. It's everything I do is pretty genuine. Um, you know, I don't do a million takes and then re-record it um until I look cool doing it like I'm just like oh yeah I really screwed that up today you know so I try to be as genuine as possible trust me um, if, you, if you've seen any of our episodes <laughs> we're right there with you like, ain't a lot of editing sometimes so it's, it's like ah fuck it we'll leave it in and see what happens <laughs> yeah I mean and that's kind of my shtick you know I'm not one of those people who ever like oh yeah I'm gonna show some skin or like you know pose you know backwards with my motorcycle like i just i don't know that's just not for in me. a bikini right just trying to ride dude i'm 34 like maybe when i was like in my 20 i mean i don't know i'm i'm sure it would help but it's just it's not for me and there's a lot of people that do that and that's cool i'm glad they like it you know especially women um you know i'm, I'm happy that they're confident but for me i don't know i just i feel i feel like it doesn't get you like respect when you go out on the track. So I don't, I don't really care for that um, for yeah. me anyway, but I'm not going to, I'm, I'm trying this thing. I'm not going to like dog on anybody who does it. Good for you. Go, go sister. Um, go team. Yeah. So my thing is I just try to just show what I do and, and be really open and honest about everything. I screw up a lot of things. Those all get put on there just like everything else. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me like, Hey, your videos are super cool. You know, um, like especially women who are like, you know, I really want to start working on my own bike. I don't know where to start. Um, so that's, that's cool that people reach out and enjoy the content, but it's uh first do racing at Instagram.com com. that sounded really awkward first <laughs> at first do racing there we go there we go Got it. um and For do Instagram. is d-u-e which is actually like a shout out to the fire service um the first company on scene of a fire is the first do company um and oh, we all nice. want to be first do because it's a pride thing yeah um so yeah first do racing is my instagram handle I'll def- I'll put that com. I don't know why. <laughs> Instagram.com. That's how, that's right. how we are. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll uh, I, well, for one, definitely appreciate you coming on, and I'll make sure I'll, you know, put all your, uh, whatever, all your Instagram stuff and Facebook, whatever else you want to put on here, and uh, let us everybody know. And we'll get you some stickers so we can put on the back of your helmet so the guy in second can see everywhere. We're just, got, we'll be, we just cover your whole bike. Everyone. Right. <laughs> You're probably gonna fly off. Not gonna lie, so you might need a couple of them. Hey, they're no, decent stickers. I spent right? like an hour with a scraper when I'm like trying to do my body work. It just takes like an hour to get every sticker off. It's horrible. <laughs> so I don't know. Stickers are like, I think the the speed just sticks them on more, sticks and you, then you more. can't get them probably, off. Probably, yeah. Like I said, that's why you put on the back of your helmet. So the guy in second and third, they can see, and they go, maybe like, oh, we should probably listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we wish you obviously all the best of luck. Um, Thank you so much. Check back in because we want to know how you guys how you did, and if I can start betting on you, I'm gonna start. Betting yeah, we'll on. have you back on. We'll come <laughs> back on for another another episode later on in the season. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, I'd be down. All right then. Yeah, give uh, you an update. It might be from like a hospital room. You know, I got like no, no, it didn't go well, guys. No way. Hope your 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 bike's not laying down this time either. 
That's why we're gonna have well, all all your stickers will be nice. The 300 is starting to race the 750, so it's going to be super sketchy. I've crashed the hell out of that thing. <laughs> everything, you're getting, everything you do is sketchy. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I think you're doing fine. It's so funny. I bring both bikes. The viola is the only thing. <laughs> you know what? I knit, okay? I have cats, and I also knit. Um, So not everything. You're um, just like, we're one to extreme <laughs> to the other. I swear. That's exactly what you are. <laughs> hey, you want to go skydiving? Then we go, you know. As she's sitting Grab there knitting with the yeah, cats around right. her. You ready to go? <laughs> my cats love my knitting, and my fiance is actually a skydiver, so that's what he does. Uh, I <laughs> nice. fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah, I've done it once. It was cool. Um, but I've done not... it once too. Yeah, it. it I don't know. It just. It wasn't. It wasn't for said, me. It was cool. I, I loved it. I told. I, I would do it again if I could. If I was like, because I know you have to live. Because I know uh, <clears throat> the one place I was at was middletown Ohio. it was like right yeah that's that's where he always goes that's that? like his his yeah. dz he calls it is, drop zone, drop is, zone he an, yeah. is he an instructor or is he just does it all the time he actually did get his instructor certification last year um but he's going on i don't know he has like 300 jumps which i guess is not a lot in the skydiving world but it seems like yeah. a lot to me right Sounds like um, a lot. well you have to have like I mean, a... there's there's 365 days in the year so right. you're jumping you're jumping every day but five <laughs> right yeah that oh, seems yeah. like a lot to me um but yeah that's what he's passionate about i, I suggest everybody do it at least once it's a pretty cool experience I, even, yeah, actually, yeah. I think I got, on, I got on video on my first one. I just remember should... I got I put my goggles on like way too early, and the guy knew I was nervous because of that. He's like, everybody who gets nervous, they puts their goggles on as soon as they walk into the plane. Like we have like 15, 20 minutes before we're ready to jump. <laughs> He's like, like in the car know. with his goggles yeah. on. I'm like, ass. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. That's what I said. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get up there. I'm not gonna because I'm gonna go all the way up there, get in the plane, and then check it out. You know, like if I get pushed out and push me out, but. I love, I'm like with said. my dad, um, my I'm awesome, super awesome dad. He's actually probably the reason I'm so crazy. Um, yeah, he <laughs> went off the plane first, so I didn't have a choice. Like I wasn't right. like, oh yeah, my, you know, if my dad yeah, goes, yeah. like, right, I like, ride the plane back. Go. Oh, and the, it was Mother's Day too. So if my dad, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to, I had to go. <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, that's funny. See, like I said, just all around badass chick. I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, like I said, good luck with everything. Let us know how you got how you end up. We'll you know keep you posted as well. Um, as for us, C Average Podcast. I'm Chris Webb, Tyler Thomas, uh, Mikey Shai's not here, but you know Kevin Sider is. You guys are too kind. Thank you, thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming. The, the the badass Natasha Simmons. Out. <laughs> you guys are I love good. you guys. <laughs> you guys are too nice. <laughs> <laughs>